Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show. Our mission, our focus in our life is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. So thank you for coming back, joining us for another week. Right, Andressa? It is. That was deep. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, we're excited to have this episode today. And uh, we always like to get connected with all of you. And I'm going to be interviewing Andressa. There we go. This week. <laughs> she was feeling a little neglected because she had interviewed me about a month ago. And so I said, it is time for me to interview you. All right. And so before we get to that, I want to share a quick little uh, story on Dressa because, you know, we like to kind of get connected to all of you amazing women, the women that are joining us for the duration of the four we've been podcasting and for the women who've literally just found us. Thank you so much. Where have you been? No, I'm joking. But thank you so much mm -hmm. for joining us. We know time is not taken lightly. So we really appreciate you making time to connect. We like to get to it as fast as we can because women do not have the time. So I'm going to give a quick little story and then we're going to jump into Andressa today, which I'm really, really excited about. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation home owning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. So I went to a um, retreat this past weekend. It was a small group of women, about six women. And it was a very powerful weekend. We got a chance to connect and relax. We're part of a mastermind together. So it was nice to just connect and, and build relationships. We also did some really neat exercises. One in particular I wanted to share. You know, when you go to these sessions, you go to retreats, you go to conferences, and you hear your, what you're going to do. And for me, I've been to a lot of these types of things over the course of my you know, years being on this earth. I won't tell you how many. And one thing they always sit, they, one, the gentleman who was leading it said, oh, we're going to do a values exercise. And I'm like, oh God, how many times? Here we go this? again. Here we go again. <laughs> I know my values, family, did you, did you, I can name them, you know, so to speak. But 
well, let's see what, what, what he has to say. And I was very open to it. And I liked the guy a lot. He, he had a lot of value to bring to the table. So he gave us a worksheet. It's called the Demartini Value Determination Process. Was it 5 p.m.? <laughs> it was not 5 p.m. It was actually for, it was first thing in the morning. <laughs> oh, God. Demartini. And I don't drink, right? But Demartini, like, how can you say that word and not think about martini? I know. I know. And, and actually, it's the name of, I think a it's person? John... Yeah, it's, I think it's John Demartini. He was actually in The Secret. He was one of the thought leaders in The Secret and has done a lot of work around how important it is when you know your values to the T, how important it is to know that in order to make decisions, in order to mm. run your life more effectively. Like it's pretty deep how he says it's not just important to know your values, but actually to know them from a running your life perspective. And it creates a lot of peace and clarity in your life. Anyway, we went through this exercise, asked a series of questions, and I'm writing down different things. And th th then you have like a final hierarchy of your values, right? After writing all these different things. And I wanted to share this because I knew that investor was, it was, I spent a lot of time doing it. I, it's a very important value. What's the value? It's like a business, right? Is the business the value? Not really, but what is the value there? And I got connected with what is Andres and I up to with all these amazing women, right? Globally, creating that intimate global uh, community. What are we up to? Legacy popped in my head. And that, that created such a, it created such a depth of my connection to our business. And I was deeply connected, I'm deeply connected to it, but it created like this new, like love for our business, love what we're doing, you know? And it, it, so when I think of our business and I think about podcasting or all the stuff we're up to, Andressa, I'm like, that's right. We're, we're, we're creating legacy for, for mm -hmm. future generations. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to jump into today. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm excited about that. The other thing that was interesting is that like, where do you spend your time? Where do you spend your money? And you know, uh, obviously buying investments or looking to invest your finances, it's an important piece. We go over that with our kids, right? We spend time talking and thinking about it. But what is that really like investments? Okay. It's a little hollow, not hollow, but it's like, I don't feel like connected to it as much. But then I thought about like the impact of contribution. You know, mm -hmm. the more you make, the more you can contribute to people's lives. That gets me excited. That really gets me excited. Not so much the investment, but what I can do with it, right? Not just for my family, but obviously the world. So my point in sharing this, number one, if you've not looked at your values in a long time, check out uh, Demartini. And if you Googled it, I'm sure you can figure, you know, find it. It's a great, great thought leader. But more importantly, when you look at your values, get a little deeper. You know, what are they? Are you crystal clear on what they are and what do they mean to you? Like really, really mean to you. It's a very, very important thing to do. Secondly, I wanted to share, I, I Justin and I, I think one of the things I, I, I adored about her when I met her was that our quest for personal growth and not just growing to grow, but really going to experiences. And this was an experience, right? Mm -hmm. Small group of women. Andres and I are just incredibly excited. If you've not heard, we are, we are in the midst of putting together, not putting together, organizing and hosting an in-person investor con this June, which is June 23rd and June 24th in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is going to be much more than a traditional conference. This is going to be a full circle transformational experience where women are not only going to be going to phenomenal sessions, speakers, breakouts, networking, all the things we know of conferences have, but we are going well beyond that where uh, women are going to, I'm not going to tell all the secrets here, but you're <laughs> going to get an experience and you're going to meet a group of, a small group of women, a large group of women where you can really work on not just yourself because you are amazing already, but really, where do you want to go and who are you going to go along with? And that's really what these two days are going to be about. Andressa, we are just uh, spending a lot of energy and time and an entire team we have putting this together. Mm -hmm. So you got to check it out. The link is in our in our show notes. Go to our website. This is going to be 
the conference of the year, if I can just say that so boldly. So it will, it will, because, <laughs> you know, Liz and I, it's every single thing that we have put together for this conference, we thought about it from a woman's needs, goals, schedules perspective. Many of us, and I think you can relate if you have been in a real estate conference before, we get out more exhausted than we got in. <laughs> so we are mindful of the breaks and the details. Your bathroom will be different. Write, my, write down what I'm saying, <laughs> because it will be. And every single speaker that we handpicked the keynote, everybody, has a very intentional delivery to you that you have not heard before. So that's a very high commitment that we have with you. And it will be the best conference that you ever attended. And I'm guaranteeing you that. <laughs> guaranteeing you that because you're going to make the connections that you did not make before. And that's what really, really matters for, for right. us. Absolutely. So without further ado, I'm really excited to interview Andressa because she is just, and I don't have to just say this because I'm getting paid big bucks from her. No, I'm joking. But <laughs> she is literally one of my favorite people in this entire world. Mm. Um, I knew when I met her many moons ago that that I was not just meeting a friend, but like someone who is going to have your back, someone who's going to grow with you, learn with you, have breakthroughs with you. Something mm -hmm. really special about her when I first met her. I didn't know what it was going to look like. We, we didn't talk about invest her, none of this, but I just knew it was a special person, a deep person and someone who is just had such a uniqueness to her. So I really do adore Andressa and I, I thank her for so much in so many ways. She's someone who's taught me a lot, not just about what we're going to talk about today, about construction <laughs> and, and contractors, which is quite honestly, incredibly important, but she has taught me a lot about myself and being a better version of myself. So I, I really mm. do adore, I do, I adore my co-host here so, so much and my partner. Oh, let's you're get sweet, to it. honey. I know I can keep going. I'll send on, you honey. the check later. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make sure, uh, I'll make sure of that. So here's what I'm talking about today. You know, I, just to give you some context before we jump into this topic, you know, Andres and I started working together. We started doing, you know, we were good friends and, and, and but our first kind of official like business partnership was a flip in Philadelphia. And mm. Why I want to say this before we're going to, you know, get into to Andres's, you know, kind of some of the things she's working on today is because one of the things that I knew that I lacked and my husband lacked for that matter was project management, that skill and knowledge, not just of construction, but the project management aspect. So here Andresa was flipping, I think what you do 15 at a time yeah. at that point, you were doing tons of different deals and we were like kind of tapped in our local market. We had met, and and I forget it. I think it was you that brought the deal. I think initially, but anyway, point being is like, what did we bring to the table? What did Andressa bring to the table? And she had such a knack for not only managing the construction and managing the contractors, but quite honestly, managing the timeline and the budget, which is so it, it's everything when you're actually managing these projects from you know um, flipping to new construction, et cetera. So. Right there, I'm like, wow, look at her genius go because she just like, she, you know, she just, she ran it like she needed to run it and we got it done, you know, quickly and, and probably under budget too. So let's go to your um, current project mm -hmm. and it's probably your favorite, most favorite project. So, so yeah. tell all the women what you're up to right now. And then we're going to dive into the, the world of some of the things you're experiencing right now to help them apply it in their own lives. Sure. So one thing that I found out by by building several properties at the same time is that the quantity does not fulfill me. Then I learn, okay, new construction, done it, learn it, 
you know, what else? <laughs> what else can I do? So there wasn't like a, a fulfillment out of it, right? But I really like construction. So it's something that my I pivot into different directions so I can devote more time into different areas. But what is different about the project that I'm doing it right now is that I built houses before and now I'm building a home. My first home, you know, after my divorce, by myself from A to Z, the entire thing. And I wanted the experience to be different than than before. I wanted to have this sense of ease more than ever, right? And I was like, I I don't want this house to have the energy of like, what the hell is going on over here for the love of God? Can somebody do it correctly or, or do it on time? Can you please show up? <laughs> you know, sometimes we are just begging for people to show up. They show up on time. Come on. Oh, <laughs> you got the job because you are just showing up. I feel that nowadays that's what's going on. And my experience has been really, really different this time. And I think that the secret, I would say, quote unquote, the secret is that I check my tolerance level and I level up. So what I tolerate now is not what I tolerate before. It's very simple, very quick. What I tolerate now is not what I tolerated before. Therefore, there's no other way. I have to attract and work with people that have a high standard, high integrity, to be quite honest, and just run their general contractor business as a business. And I don't need to micromanage. If I have to micromanage, it's not the right partnership. So it's been a very interesting experience. And I was able to really step out. I'm, I'm big time into delegating, automating, and doing all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But really step out a lot more. <laughs> So I like that a lot. I like the, the, that experience a lot. And when I met the, the contractor that I'm working with right now was because of my demolition guy was not following through. So I was like, here we go. <laughs> you know, and then you and I, Liz, had different conversations. And then what I said, you know, it was like, well, I'm not going to tolerate that type of stress and I, I'm just going to embrace it. And even though I already, you know, make a commitment with you, it's not working out. I'm going to look for somebody else that can follow through with what they say and do it. And I went ahead and made the choice to work on my primary house with somebody that I never worked before. Okay. So there's a bunch of things I kind of want to break down here. <laughs> a few ways we can go here. And I, I, so let's go back to something you said a moment ago. I mean, and I'm, I'm going to ask you obvious questions that I know the answer, but I want the women who are listening to, to know this. How many years have you been uh, working in construction and flipping properties and et cetera? How many years? Since 2012. Okay. 11, about 10 12. years. Yeah. About, ten, yeah. about a decade. Yeah. How many, how many properties have you, have you been involved in, in terms of flipping, new construction, renovating, et cetera? Ah, dozens. 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 Yeah. Small projects, larger yep. projects, dozens. So tell us a little bit about when you said about, in a moment ago, you said, I'm not willing to tolerate what I have tolerated in the past. Because you've always been a phenomenal at managing projects. That's not something like new that you're bringing to the table right now. Mm -hmm. But help me understand a little bit about that because, you know, you're, you're evolving, right? We're all evolving as investors. We're evolving as women. Uh Um, So I'm just curious what, tell us more about that. 
When we think about construction and general contractor, a couple of things naturally come to, to mind of a lot of women. Oh, God, it's going to be a stressful thing. It's just mm. part of the process. Mm. They're not going to show up on time. Budget, forget about budget. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what it's quote unquote expected. So I don't know if we attract that or not, but before I, I tolerated a lot of like not showing up, saying one thing and doing something else and have that kind of like come on quote unquote, like level of stress that came with it. Yeah. And I'm not about that anymore. I, I don't want to have stress with you. I don't want to, you know, with anybody that I work with, the general contract, and I just don't want to bring this energy to my house. So when I, I thought about what, what do I really want? What do I really want? I want somebody with integrity that shows up. I want somebody that it's fair with the pricing, somebody that is organized with their business. Come on. Is that asking too much? I don't think so. And I think those people are out there. We just tolerate the, the like minimum and the mediocre jobs that people don't show up or they they say they're going to send you an estimate, but the estimate is like funky and not broken down. And they talk to you in a very demeanor way. So see, I can go on and on with, with those. Mm-hmm. And I no longer wanted to tolerate that. And I was like, I don't want to even see the red flags because if I see the red flag, what's, what's the point over here? I do think the great people are out there. Several general contractors that I can start naming over here, they're great people. Yeah. And they just, just do it. And I want to work with them. I want to work with the great people that run their business as a business. That's a non-negotiable for me. So if somebody is begging you for money every single phase without even finishing up the phase that they are in, they're just not. I'll give you a quick example. You guys are going to say that I'm like, you're freaking lying. The contractor that I work with, I did the demolition with his company and he went so well, which gave me the confidence that he could take the entire job, right? So we did the demolition. It all paid out. I said, now I would like a quote for the entire uh, entire project. And I can go on and on with the green flags, right? We talk about red flags, but the green flags, I'll talk to you guys about that. But what I want to say to you is that we were shit rocking. And I call him and I say, man, <laughs> I need to pay you. Like I need to meet you and pay you the deposit. Because you're already done with phase one. We're getting into phase two. I need to pay the deposit and phase one because that's what we have on our agreement. He's like, don't worry about it. We'll meet at the end of the week and then we'll figure it out. I don't hear this a lot. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying that it's this sense of ease comes when I, I think I made a decision that I was not going to tolerate different things. Therefore, I attract people that are also playing a very high level and they are all there. They well, might not be as you know, high quantity, but they are all there. Yeah, I love I love that. And I want to just I want to say that you ask yourself two things and what what great questions ladies listening to ask yourself too when you when you enter into a project or enter into a new business or enter in anything for that matter that you want to have ease and success with, right? Because we want both. We don't want just success and achievement. We want it in a way that works for our lives and works in a way that, you know, really works for, for all the roles we have. 
you asked two questions. You said, what am I not going to tolerate, you know, this time around? Yeah. But then you asked a very important question as a follow-up to that. What do you really want? Because Mm -hmm. we get what we get, what we, you know, what we think about. So if you're only in the not, like, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like that. And then you just stop the process. You would have maybe gotten that stuff still because yeah. it's like, it's the not, it's the negative. But then you asked the follow-up question. You said, what do I really want? And then you started it. Then you just rattled off four things. I want someone, I want someone who's fair. I want someone who's organized. I want someone who has integrity. You're very clear. It wasn't like you were like, well, I'm not sure what I want. Like, you, you know what you want. Yeah. But and you know what happened? I had a problem what? once I did that. Oh, okay. I Here got, we go. I got two people that met those criteria. Yeah. And one of them was a brand new person, right? Mm-hmm. And the other one, which is a general doctor that I adore very much, that I like to continue doing business with him, that I trust him very, very much. So I have both of them. And then I had the, to make a decision which one I wanted to work on wow. as my primary house. But not only did you have one reliable person, actually. And where two. did you find these two people? Let's let's talk about that. Let's see sure. the specifics. The one that I have already a relationship with is Tom. And you, we worked with Tom before mm-hmm. uh, on New Hope. I don't remember who who referred Tom to us. It was a long time ago. Sure, sure. <laughs> I don't remember. But Jonathan that I'm working with uh, right now... I was really searching for general contractors and I, I was on, on Facebook and he posted something very funny. He said there was a picture of a truck with a drywall on it. And then he posts, don't you like when the drywall is delivered on time? Mm. Like something like that. I was like, oh, yeah. you're speaking my language. <laughs> you're speaking my language. Mm. You're like weird thoughts, uh, thoughts about like, dry all on time, the smell of lumber and all that good stuff. And then I text him and the goal for me was like, how did I build trust with this guy? Right. Cause I didn't say, Hey, hello. I, uh, you're on Facebook <laughs> and then we are meeting here and then you're going to take over my primary. Absolutely not. I did like, a not a test, but the demolition part showed me a lot about him and I can go over the, the green yeah. Green flags. I love that. Uh, the green flags. Yeah. What, the green what would, flags. What would you so say? we scheduled time to meet and he show up. He was there where we meet and we met on time at the property. That was like, okay. And you might be here. Come on. Yeah. Nowadays people don't show up or they say five minutes, like I'm running late or uh, I won't be able to make it several times, right? That, that happened. I walked through the project with him and demolition. I am not doing a full gut on this property. It's not like a huge, so it will be easy to say, listen, take all down, right? There were things over there. There's no need to take it down that, that needs to be written. So he was taking notes. He was taking pictures, but, and, and at the end, he's like, give me 10 minutes because now I'm going to walk through the property recording myself and spelling out the scope of work. So when I get home, I can put together an estimate, an accurate estimate and send it to you. And then I was like, oh, damn, (laughs) check, right? Because it's great because it's people, I don't have a good memory. People, you know, if they don't take notes, pictures and measurements, how do they actually are making a a great, you know, estimate Mm -hmm. about how things are going to do it? The good thing is that, I did receive his proposal on time, as he said. He was going to, again, follow through with what he said. And it was very a hygienic proposal, was 
It had a picture of my house. It has the information about his business. It had a, a very detailed scope of work that I was like, damn, okay, I'm very detailed, right? So I can go over line by line and the pricing, the payment plan, and the, the time frame. I was like, wow. Bingo, wow. bingo, bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. So it's just like, okay, he's following through. And then now let's go with the execution, right? That's very important. He said, okay, well, we're going to do this in, in three days. In the middle of the second day, he's like, we are actually done. And the house was like clean. There was no trash. There was nothing going on. I was like, hmm, great. He under uh, promised, but delivered much, much faster than, than we thought, which allowed me to say, okay, now I want a price for the entire thing. And then the same thing happened over and over again. So when I made the decision, it was hard to for me to make it, right? Because with Tom, there's no need to build more trust because I already trust him. I knew that that was going to be at ease as well, completely. Mm-hmm. But with Jonathan, what I felt is that it is time for me to follow my instincts, trying it out, and it felt the right fit for me at the moment, right? And that's what I decided to go with. And it's working well. <laughs> you might be able to see some some videos and, and pictures on, on our Instagram pretty soon. The decision-making process, <clears throat> I think with anything in investing, especially when it comes to like choosing contractors or choosing team members, you know, people could spend a lot of time there. So for you, do you, what was your process? What did your process look like? Did you step back? Did you make a pro and con list? Did you bounce it off of people? Like, what is your, mm-hmm. you always like to ask, right? In our podcast, like, yeah. what's your criteria? So what, what was your criteria when you were kind of figuring out the best way to go? Mm-hmm. Because that is something a lot of women can struggle with, not only just contractors, sure, but people in choosing team members. Well, the problem is that they, they were like, check, 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 check. Right. You know, a lot of, of the things they were checking it, right? The difference is that I never worked with Jonathan before. And this is not like a too complex of a project in my books. Mm-hmm. People might say, what are you talking about? But in, in my books, it's not too a complex project, right? And one thing that I also look is like bandwidth, the time frame. In this case, I had a very tight uh, time frame that needed to be done at that time. Mm-hmm. So availability uh, of them uh, defer slightly, but you know it did defer on that. They were very similar on their their proposals, which made me very comfortable moving with one or another. Yeah, and then and then my gut too. I had to follow my gut on it, right? I always wanted to have two or three general contractors that I can trust and rely because I, you know, they also have other clients that they they need to serve. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, so it might not be a good time now, but it might be a good time a month or two months from now to work Mm -hmm. with another contractor in a different project. And I, I really wanted to work with somebody new. That was something that, you know, 2022 is like thriving, fun, and just like, creating that. And then when I say fun, and then guys might be hearing me and saying fun in a, con- in a, you know, a construction environment. And I mean, yeah, fun in a construction environment. I'll give you an example, right? This house had a, a, a huge in the living room was covered by a, a mirror, had to tell mm-hmm. huge. 
And then I said to him, say, Jonathan, it would be so cool if I if we could record me like throwing like a hammer on it and like blah, splashing the whole thing. Right. He's like, cool. No problem. I was like, can I throw the first one, you know, before you guys go and just demolish? It's like, no worries. Come and then you do it. So when I got there, Jonathan had five different types of hammer for me, a hat and a glass. And he's like, I'm going to be on this corner over here and I will record you. I was like, that's so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> that's neat. Right? I've and not then, seen that video. Yeah, I'm going to post it. It's going to be on All our right. Instagram because <laughs> guess what? I throw a freaking hammer to the mirror and it didn't do a thing. Oh, wow. So I had to try like five times. Oh, wow. And the last time I threw it so hard that it went through the drywall. So oh. <laughs> the, the mirror was really glued with wow. some like special glue. Who knows what, what it was uh, over there. That I was like, this is crazy. But I had some fun on it. You yeah. know, I had some fun. So it's it's important for me to add that. You know, and it is available there for us. So I, I love, I love your intentions. I love that you went into this like, okay, what am I not willing to tolerate? What am I, what am I, what do I really want? Then you attract these two contractors, one you knew, one you didn't know, mm-hmm. and and have such had a positive experience, and you had a really tough decision of which which great contractor here can I possibly go with, and you chose one. So tell us a little bit the managing part. How how has this been different managing <laughs> this versus like? A core investment property. I think investors do look at their primary residence as investments in some ways, uh-huh. even though if it's not putting yeah. your money money in your pocket right now. But yeah. I don't know how investors don't like. I look at my house that way, you know. I, I yeah. even though we're living in it. Absolutely. So how have you how have you navigated that? How have you managed it? Uh, I'm curious to kind of get some of your secret sauce there. Right. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be picky with my house and, and just like very detailed. And uh, well, it, it's actually not. I just, <laughs> I'm excited to just, you know, move in and, and, and go for it. I selected the finishes as I wanted, a little different than, than what I would normally do with the rehab. But what has been different right now is like how much time I have available when you trust somebody, when you hire the right people. You gain so much more time. It's not even funny when you have somebody that can communicate and get things done. And I'm not even joking with you guys, right? Uh, after I finish over here, I'm going to stop at the project to select the stain for the floor. He already sent me three pictures, very nice picture because it has like three samples and the cans in front of them. He already put it in two places and he already gave me a heads up like, I put it in this area, in that area. Take a look. What do you think? This is my opinion. He makes the process easier for me, much easier. I didn't have to go anywhere to get any freaking stain, nothing. He put it there for me and I said, I'll stop by, I'll take a look and I'll make a decision right on the spot. I don't need more. What what can I, Right. right? Like the tile, what shape of the tile? He's like, option number one, option number two, three or four. Three, go for it. Like when you are working with competent people, you gain a lot of time. When you are working with incompetent people, you are micromanaging a lot. You're stressing the hell out and you're spending a lot of time on things that you really don't want to. Either because it's not your strength, either because you don't like it or it doesn't fit anymore. 
So I don't need to be in the midst of anything. I always ask them when they ask me something, I, I threw it back to them and I said, what do you think should be the best way to move forward with this? They give near their opinion and say, I right. think I like that. Let's go. Same thing with electrician. I work with uh, this electrician, Carl. He is uh, one of the best of the best. And I didn't check any other person to do my elect- electrician uh, electrical part because I really wanted him. But it's the same thing with Carl. <laughs> same, same exactly model. Yeah. I work with him before in small projects and multi-million dollar projects. His integrity has been the same in small or big. He runs. I don't even know if I pay Carl yet, to be quite honest. I don't think I did. I didn't get any invoice. He doesn't care. It's not that he doesn't care about the money. He knows that he's going to get paid. I yeah. have built a relationship with him and, and he's amazing. And I refer a lot of business to him, but it's not like, oh, if you don't pay me, I can't move forward with right. whatever it is. Right. Right. One another thing that I will say to you, Liz, is in terms of criteria, they're all flexible people and also look at the projects as like, okay, this is a problem. How can we fix it? You want to hear a problem that I had and how the contractor did? So I walked to the property. There is one area there that is a specific floor. And uh, Juan, the guy that runs the the job, he was installing a different one. So I went to him and said, oh my gosh, Juan, I don't think there's a miscommunication. This is not the floor that we're going to install in this area. And Juan looked at me and he said, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. One thing that I always say to you guys, look at how happy and easygoing are the people that work for your contractor, okay? If they are stressed out, something is off, right? They're getting out stress from someone. Mm-hmm. Something is happening, right? So one look at me and say, uh-oh, let me call. <laughs> let me call Jonathan. And we call Jonathan and say, Lucy, I hate doing this, but it's not the floor, right? So at that moment, we had two choices, right? We could say, oh, that it's blame you or me or whoever for the mistake. Mm. But he didn't go that area. He's like, okay, you're going to get what you want. Let's resolve this right now. Let's focus on the resolving the problem instead of saying, oh, your fault, my fault. Well, I told you, oh, I'm sorry. But whatever it is, we didn't care about that at that moment. At that moment, it was like, let's resolve the problem and then we'll figure it out after you know right. what well, miscommunicate who cares later on who was the miscommunication it happened it happened if it is on me great right. i'll take responsibility on him great he's gonna take responsibility and that's what happened love it he had to take the floor out and put anyone in and move along Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 
800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. You always say, here's the deal. Problem solving is so important in construction, right? In, yeah. in, in projects. So the shit happens all the time, of course, times a day. But if you, you have a new relationship, you know, I know the woman out there listening to this because I'm, I'm in my head thinking about it too, because I don't think managing construction is probably my core genius. However, if I was doing it and then I have a contractor who's, you know, they're not problem solving, right? They're uh-huh. showing me some of the red flag, but I have to course correct. This is the person who, who I've yeah. hired. They haven't completely screwed me. <laughs> like, you know, a lot of us are, yeah. are redirecting a new relationship. So, you know, in that circumstance, say, say they didn't bring the solution to the table. Say yeah. he said, oh, it, it, maybe it's a different response. Not that they blamed you, but sure. they weren't, they didn't go into problem solving mode as much as you may yeah. have wanted or needed. Mm-hmm. What could you have done in that situation? Because I think that's an important it's an important skill set for women to hear and to really mm-hmm. hone mm-hmm. because things aren't going to, oh, cause you've had your, you've had so many people right in the past Yeah, that happened. So how would you have handled it if, if Juan didn't say, okay, like what if he just, <laughs> what if he said something different so and cute. it didn't elicit the response that would have been ideal? How could you have handled that to get the same outcome? Sure. And I think that as we evolve, right. As investors, we really level up our leadership skills. Yeah. And we read the body language, we read all of it that I didn't have those eyes before. To me, what has worked for me is to really have a very clear understanding of their strengths. And if there isn't, if there's a gap there, say, listen, those are my expectations, right? And I, I'm all about, like, I ask one all the time, what do you think? It doesn't know how, well, if I this is my first time or if it is my fifth time. Right. I don't care. And I trust and empower him. Like, I like that one. Let's do that. Let's make it easy, right? No stress, easy going, let's go. Empower them to make the decisions. If you know the answer, like, how can you get there with them? How can you walk through with yeah. them and, and, and have a conversation? I think that when the stress comes, it's like, well, it's not working. So listen, I just want to bring this up because it didn't work. It's not working. The crew not showing up or that we're delayed over here. This part here is not working. What can we do to put in place? What do you think I can do to help you guys out over here? Yeah. And just shush and let's talk about it. 
right? And then it's your decision if that keeps happening, if you're going to tolerate that or not. Yeah. It is yours. And then it is either you get it or you don't. And yeah. then the lesson is on you. That's true. And and I think you're, you've always done this. And I think it's very, very important too, to remind the women listening and, and just all of us that you do have to continually take accountability, 100% accountability of what's going on under yeah. your watch. Yeah. Um, and I think that's sometimes really tough, but it's so empowering, right? Because if you're taking 100% responsibility, you can course correct it. If you blame, oh, it's the contractor, do, 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 do. it's so, you know, that's an, and at first it's really easy to do that, but it's actually not empowering. Like you said, you always, you always say, you know, a lot of ways you, we give our power away. And it's the, it's the last thing we want to do as women to give our power away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, when when we exercise that muscle across mm-hmm. the board, then you are really taking responsibility for everybody's success and the failures, right? As a leader, as a leader, and you want to have groups of people, I think that that's one of the, the, the skill sets that I've been working on the couple of past of years more than anything else is how can I be a better leader? How can I serve the people that work for me better? Yeah. Right. It's not like, oh, they are serving me. So they, they do what the hell I I want. No. How can I serve them? Right. I want to make sure there is this sense of ease that is cool for, to work with, Mm -hmm. with me as it is. And it it goes back and forth. It flows. When it flows, it's it's really remarkable. I look back at the relationship with the contractors that it flowed very well. There wasn't this like, wow, what the hell's going on over here? This level of stress as I had at the beginning, where I couldn't see where where were the pieces of the puzzles. I couldn't see the red flags, but I also couldn't see the green flags at all. So they were all like the same. And like, as it is expected uh, that a general contractor is going to run away with my money and uh, send me a hundred change orders and all of that. So that was the, the the goal. And I tolerated that a lot. That's why I think I had to be quote unquote harder yeah. on, on a lot of people because I had a very, I had to have like a very tight leash because when 17,000 was stolen from me, <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, I got the lesson. The lesson is on, on me. I hunt that back, of course, <laughs> but the lesson is on me. And now I don't feel like that. I like to deal with adults. I like to deal with professionals. And, and that's what I tolerate right now. I don't tolerate less than, than that. And, and I don't think that the professionals want to tolerate people that also don't have their shit together. Yeah. And so it's a good match, right? But I think it starts with us. When we level up, they will level up as well. So I'm going to get really personal on this. What leadership skill have you felt like you leveled up recently that you've been really honing in on? Which one? I think I've learned a lot from from you because you're mastering building and cultivating relationships. And that is not something that is all my my personality um, predictive index, uh, Mm on my print, on none of the the, the things that's, that's not. But I think that I have learn biosposis by watching you, by seeing the, the other side and doing my best and trying to really hone that organically and honestly, right? Because I, I had conversations with Jonathan and I said, my gosh, you're so lucky your wife is a life coach. From now on, I'm just hiring people that are life coaches. Oh, that's <laughs> that, fine. His wife's a know? life coach. 
Yes. That's yes. really funny. So he's got the, yeah, that's neat. That's really neat. Right. So it is just like interesting. And we talk about family. We talk about different, he's from Kenya too. So I made a joke with him when I was writing the check because it was a, like a broken number, right? Mm. A lot of like broken. I was like, man, help out the immigrants that can't spell. Next time, <laughs> do a round the number. And he was like cracking up great. with me because he gets what I'm saying, you know, different ways. So he's immigrant too. So right. it's important for me to also be mindful of, of diversity. And I think the, you know, if I was to answer that question, my answer could be different than undresses, right? Because we okay. all have different things that come easily to us. There's other things that undress does really easily that doesn't come naturally to me, but it's something important as a, as a leader, like being, being decisive. It's something I'm really working on me personally. And so not to make this about me, but my point in saying that is to, to level up and to, to, to attract and cultivate and manage different types of people, contract, you know, thinking about right from the beginning of the interview, you talked about, you know, making that list and being intentional. What do I really want? And you kept saying with ease. And, 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 and if you're watching this interview, ladies, watch it. If you're listening to it, watch it on YouTube because you can tell Andressa's way of being. There's ease in her way of being right now during this interview. And not just during this interview, like she's putting on a show. Me experiencing Andressa certainly you know, as she's saying, she's been working on it. I see and feel a sense of ease from her. Why am I saying this right now is because for you to level up, right. And to, to attract and to do what we want to do as women, making the impact we want to make as women, I'm really working on this, or this is a leadership skill I'm working on. This is not just saying you're working on it, but literally like your body language, literally the way you're coming across to people. And I can tell you, cause I've been, I work closely with Anjessa. Very close. Does, very closely. I talk to her sometimes more than my husband some days. And I have to tell you, Andressa, your way of being, there is a sense of ease with your way of being. Mm-hmm. Now, Andressa is pretty direct. If you haven't gotten that from her in general. So there's been moments of like us going back and forth on topics. And I see, you know, she's still her direct self. It's not like th- that's like n- never to be found. But overall, there's a sense of ease that she has with everything we're up to in our business and for her in her own life. So I just, I want to say that, not to just give you kudos, but I want to say that because for, for you to level up and for her to have said that, and for me to like, wow, she's working on that. That's interesting. I wouldn't have said that obviously on, on a podcast, but I want to say that it's so true because it is our way of being. And if, and if you're not sure of how you're coming across and you're working on something, go to three people that you work closely with and ask them. They'll mm-hmm. tell you. They'll what tell a great you. exercise is a takeaway from today. You know, Absolutely. Go, into these, go into these projects, right? With intentions of what am I not willing to tolerate? And what do I want? What specifically do I want? working with these contractors, working with these team members. And then is it aligned in what leadership skill am I leveling up so I can orchestrate all this beautifully with ease? What what do I need to really hone in on? And am I coming across that way? Because if you're not sure, okay, ask a few people that know you. They'll tell you. But you know, one thing that I would say no. though, I don't think I will be able to level up if you were not leveling up together you know, with me, I will either pull you down or you will pull me down. Sure. We have done more than ever, a lot of work and seeking mentorship from people that are playing on different level and they pull us up, 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 up. And really like, I found my sweet spot. Yeah. You know, when you feel like you found your nest I, and then I don't want to deal with anything else. Right. And same thing 
with with Liz, but in partnerships is really like a structure. I don't see like this table with one leg is really not really possible to do it. So as I level up, Liz level up too. And we level up as a group and we level up all our entire community. Because guess what? When we level up, we're going to push the boundaries with our Strive members. We're going to push the boundaries yeah. with our meetup leaders. And they're going to push the boundaries to everybody that we are attending our live events. So there's like a ripple effect, a, a, a ripple effect uh, that goes around and around as we do that. And we're not just saying this to take credit. I'm just saying this because then we're not going to tolerate somebody complaining about it because we already experienced that there is this possibility. So how about we choose that and try it out and see it? And when I am experiencing a breakdown, my mentor says, well, how about if you choose this path over here? And we go to that path and discover this new Mario world that just opened up. And you're like, wow, this existed before and I didn't know. Well, that's that's our responsibility to really share with all of you what we have truly experienced so you can also live life on your own terms, whatever that is. Whatever that means to you. So, Andressa, where can the women listening learn more about you? <laughs> if they, they don't know where to reach you, where where would you like them to reach out to you? Jeez, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. We have a website called the realsayingbasher.com. You can find more information over there. Or our uh, Instagram account. We love all the, the stuff that we have going on is there on our Instagram. All right. So our fabulous three questions. We're going to round these three. I had to actually go into Dropbox. <laughs> I was going to say that. And I might butcher them because I don't ask them ever for the Should I ask plus. myself? No, I'm going to ask you. I kind of got the gist <laughs> of it. I might reword them because I like to make things up. But okay, what has been the most transformational book you have ever read? Well, I'm going to say the most recent, right? That yeah, made the most impact one. in our business. I think when you and I read Rocket Fuel, it really was like a change of, of the chapter when uh, we really understood, deeply understood after reading Traction and, and different books from then, you are a visionary. I am an integrator. What does that really mean? And for all the, the women out there, you got to know which one you are because then your partnerships are going to really thrive when you really understand, am I a multiplier? Am I a simplifier? And all these terminologies, it became part of our language, resolving problems, creating new projects, who is going to handle it, who not how, like I'm sitting, I'm spitting out all, all different books, but those books that I'm saying, who know how, Rocket Fuel, Traction, they all, the gap in the game, they all became language that Liz and I use in a daily basis, making decisions and growing our businesses. So that's what I would say. Anything that Dan Sullivan puts out there, get, get it, read it, do it. Love it. So routines, what routine do you implement on a daily basis that helps you create a financially free and balanced life? I already shared with you guys different things over here when I answered those questions besides the schedule. This year is the year of me doing less. So I always look at what I have on my schedule and say, how can I delegate this? I don't want to do this. How, so how, who is going to do it? How I'm going to do this just once in practicing that with Liz and I, we're like, oh, we need to check 
Calendly to figure out what the problem is. Like, nope, no, we don't. I'm just going to send an email to our team and they will figure it out what's going on. And that is like a muscle that we are like really practicing over and over again to step out of a lot of things. We cannot delegate being a mom, being the host of this podcast, but a lot of other things that we have on our plate are out of the plate. So I always look at my weekly schedule and say, what can I delegate? Love it. Love it. So which woman has inspired you the most? Oh my God. I don't know. I already said my mom. I didn't think of that. that. Mm -hmm. I think I would say the women in our community, I would say that. You know why? Because they come, they play in full. Our Strive members are just like so humble. They are so successful, but so humble at the same time. And they bring me the fuel for me to continue, right? When we see somebody like getting the support that they need and like going through a hurdle and getting out of it, feeling like, damn it, I conquered this. It gives us fuel to continue doing what we are doing with the the investor community. That is really fulfilling more than doing projects, right? To me, right? Seeing that women are building their legacy for the next generation to come and I'm contributing to that. That's what really matters. So for all all the women on our community, I would say. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing yourself here today in a different way. We're always interviewing, but it's cool to be interviewed by one another. So thanks for sharing your, you know, not just strategies, but like your way of being, right? Because that is when it's going to make the difference for anything we want to achieve in our investment business. So so thank you, Ms. Andressa. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, uh, let us know what you think. If you have more questions, I'm happy to answer. Enjoy. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.